Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. Yes, everyone. Well, you can tell by that song. (laughs) (laughs) What day it is. That we did it again. (laughs) We fooled them. And we made it to our day. Friday. Friday. It's Friday for the people. You guys, it's another edition of Regular Guy Friday. I crawled in here. But I had some coffee. And then we put on my girls. That's right. And then Kelsey started... Actually, being Kelsey to this, yeah. but Kelsey, were you doing it in mockery or were you no. feeling it? No, like I'm, I'm totally feeling it. I honestly, when I listened back to our show last week, Kev, I was like, I love these girls. I love them. It makes me dance. Right? Don't you want a boogie boogie, yes. Pooja? Yeah. I want a boogie boogie. Yes, I love them. I can boogie. I also had <laughs> someone DM me and ask for. They're like, Oh my god, I love that song. Yeah. Can you send me the artist? And I was like, Hell yeah, I can. And I love the way they, their dance is amazing. You got to check it out on YouTube, guys. Look up Baccarat. I Can Boogie, 1977. So good. Just so good. Anyway, you guys, here we are. I was saying to Kelsey, I said, it's so going to be the day. No, Poochie, you don't have to do that. <laughs> DJ Poochie, Pooch. Do not, listen, do not dim your light. What do I say? Oh. How many times do I have to say it That's to just right. try to be popular, cool boss? Uh. Do not let anyone dim your light. Crank that, Poochie. Yes, sir. <laughs> I can boogie. Studio this week, Bobo. Yeah. Winnie and Bobo yes. are both. Uh, they like to boogie boogie. Yeah, they do. I was saying the day, the day will come when I can get an extension cord for my headset, like we right. used to have on the Tomorrow Show. 
so I can actually dance into studio. I can do some kind of dance entrance. Yeah. And then I said, the day after the day will be that I can get two extension cords for the mics so Kelsey can dance in alongside with me. Right. And then Pooja, because, you know, we are limited to audio, <laughs> thankfully. Pooja can, you know, do the play-by-play play. Right. Yeah, as they come in. I'll narrate. Kelsey can cartwheel yeah, in. I just feel Ooh. like, and then you know what? If you're in your car or maybe even in your house too, you can dance into the show with us. Hell yeah. I feel like we've got to keep raising the bar here. I agree. Right? How do we make this happen? I don't know. Everyone's expecting another 50 of these. <laughs> boogie, boogie. Yes. Well, children, heel squad, friends, countrymen, um, country people. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's been a week. It's been a week. <laughs> it just continues. Oh my god! It gets hot. You know, it's, I, you know. I have to say, and the rest of the country is going to be like, want to strangle me for saying this, but I like it when it's cooler out here. I've told this to Kelsey too. I do too. Um, I like you know, and cool to us is 50, 60, 70. You know, it's great. But now we're. It's coming. It's, you can feel the it. Heat, you know, and I just, and it's getting hotter out here too. And then, you know, that probably doesn't do much for people and how they feel. But uh, yeah. And then see my, like my cars, you know, my goofy car collection, they, <laughs> they tend not to run that well in the, in in the, the heat. heat. Yeah. That's so right. um, poor me, I'll just be in the Tesla on the remote control and keep, uh, and keep the AC uh, on when I have to run errands. Poor Kev. Yeah, poor no, I mean, Life listen, in modern times, probably the best scam that I've pulled mm-hmm. was not turning in my lease and buying the Tesla. Normally, I just lease because it's a write-off. Yeah. And it's fun. Every three years, you get another car. And I, I normally recommend it to people. You almost did it with that one. I did, except, you know, with the very last minute, even with everything going on, they were just too aggressive in trying to get the lease back. Uh, and normally, they're, it's the other way around. They want you to buy it. Interesting. And then that made me do some due diligence. And, and the, the payoff number was, for whatever the payoff number was, they would turn around and sell it for double another 40% on top of it. Jesus. So that's why I looked and said, I was like, oh, wait a second. And then that's so why I said, for that reason, like they say on Shark Tank, and for that reason, I'm out. I'm out. So, <laughs> <That's right>. but <laughs> but thankfully with the gas prices, you know, I filled the Cadillac minivan. I filled last week, one hundred ten dollars. I said, "Oh my goodness, the poor world." I, I don't know how people know. are doing it. And um, anywho, anywho, anywho it is wild, yeah, it is. So yeah, um, great comments, you guys from uh, Patreon and from the uh, IG accounts on. Uh, some of our shows mm-hmm. on regular guy Friday, but then also our um, backyard breakthrough. Yeah, backyard backyard breakthroughs episode, which could preempt ask the manager Mondays, or at least we can have those now comfortably. Right. We get Queenie. We put her in the backyard. <laughs> we, you know, I bring in the people to fan her. We have the dog sitting around. Bring no, in the people with a banner. <laughs> no, <she's>, big leaves. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she sits in the backyard. No, and and then you know, just everyone joins the campfire, and then you know Maria shares breakthroughs and helps us with breakthroughs, and gave me like a ton. We well, we had gone on a walk, and I said to her, "Go, you know, on the walk, I had so many breakthroughs through Maria because I'm always bouncing stuff off her in our walks and her with me, probably less of her to me, but." uh 
um, I just said, God, Maria, we got to record some of the stuff. This is too valuable. And I said, I think I would love you having these breakthroughs with Kelsey's generation, with Pooja's generation. And I said, I think mm-hmm. you three coming together with all of your breakthroughs. I said, I think that's, there's a show there. So we got a, real, a lot of good uh, comments and responses. Got some nice iTunes reviews on that. So please keep all that coming because that much, it, it, that's how much it helps, you know? So totally. now I, mm-hmm. I show that to Maria and she goes, okay. Cause normally, you know, she doesn't like to be, she doesn't think it's funny. You know, I don't know why. Queenie doesn't think she has that much to offer. Believe it or not, she knows she's a good interviewer and she loves learning and she's fun, but she doesn't think that she herself is a bad B. Right. She doesn't own it. Yeah, but she's a bad B, Mm -hmm. you know, from how she grew up, the way the parents raised her. I think immigrant culture, um, much of her hardship is to really kind of, you know, polish that diamond. Well, Maria, too, is, like, so vulnerable. She wears her heart on her sleeve. So as she goes through it, she's super outward with everyone about it. And I think that that's the coolest thing about her. And that's the most valuable. Because not a lot of people are like that. And not a lot of people who have hit, like, her level of success are like that. So Mm -hmm. it's so interesting to get to learn from her as she goes through it. So, yeah, we need to let her know she is a bad bee. She's a bad bee. Well, first of all, we're all... Queens. Thank you. Of course. Hey, Queens. I almost forgot. <laughs> I know. I, you know, like as these shows go on, it's, you know, I think we're forgetting to remind people they're Queens. Totally. Mm-hmm. You know, I haven't been talking about how crisp things are because, like, no, this. you have not. I did some crisp things this week, too. Yeah. You it did. definitely was soggy, too, but a couple of crisp a things. A couple of crisp things. Yeah. We should talk about, um, we should talk about boundaries. I know you guys. Has that episode aired yet? Yes. This okay. Week. Yeah, and I know it affected everyone here. Uh-huh. And then uh, Maria, who works with Brian, yeah. the somatic therapist, man. He, man, who's been on our show, he had and a is niche, coming back. He had a great line on boundaries that I want to share. I mm-hmm. think um, I want to. I de- want to definitely want to. Something came up this week that made me think of the, that line. Don't forget the little people. And why maybe you need to forget the little people. Mm, um, interesting. Yeah. And um, I feel like this might maybe more of an exploration on fatheads. <gasps> Always. Because we're it's learning. Right? Well, like Pooja and I were talking about like this. They evolve. They, they, yes. <laughs> it, you know, it's almost like the in Walking Dead, some of the zombies started. They, they were talking about evolving them to make mm. them be able to speak and have like new powers. But like, yeah, there's many levels of fathead <laughs> that are out there and um we keep finding more yes and we're the only ones doing it so it's kind of all on us doing the work yeah the doing work. all the research D- uh, about yeah, research yeah, yeah. we're uh, pioneering thank god we have r&d true research and development is working <laughs> the team is hard at work right now <laughs> hard at work right now we have some people we have a the a little office we set up in helsinki yeah so we've got some of the great minds there mm-hmm. but <laughs> these fatheads man these fatheads everywhere and I tell you, Kels, I'm trying to get you. I got you at the right age <laughs> where I think I can teach you how to navigate them. I think so too. Whereas Maria still rolls around with the fatheads. And I'm like, what she lets are them you get doing? Yeah, what are you just, yeah. you know? And then part of me wants to, as we've talked about for my own personal entertainment for FIPO, for entertainment <laughs> right? purposes only, I would like to 
have Pooja deal with some of them just from. <laughs> just I would like that fine. too for Repo. We keep just saying. I don't want it. You could do a Pooja. Yeah, because <laughs> Kelsey know? right now is definitely the, yeah, d- runs interference on all the fat heads that we deal so with. So this is where <laughs> I'm going to use my boundaries, my new boundary skills. Oh, and be come like, on. No. Well, I like myself too much. Here's to do the that. thing. But here's the thing. As we all should. Here's the thing. And I also want to go over like what is streaming today and kind of the. Not just true crime, but mm. there's some things about millennials starting businesses yeah. that are streaming right now. And I want to give you the picks, but then also talk a little about, about the psychology behind them. But listen, if we're jumping in on the fat heads. Let's just jump let's in go. on fat let's heads. Go, baby. Um, I think the thing, well, this whole thing with boundaries and th- great. And it is amazing to have them, but. There is also something to be said in your younger years. Don't be afraid to learn and don't be afraid to burn your hand. Um, That's how you learn. I can't tell you as a, as a younger boss, I was the one who would protect, you know, the people who work for me from anything. And then I realized that what the disservice I was doing them because mm-hmm. I wasn't preparing them for working for other people, being in their own business. It wasn't not giving them any preparation for life and then as i got older and more evolved uh as a leader then i was like no i remember like phil and and steven and you know at over at after buzz there were times where they had to deal with back fatheads for example and i remember being like when they were younger younger and just starting out i was the, i was like as much as i'm the narcissist hunter i'm also the fathead hunter <laughs> and um as a recovering fathead myself. Um, and just, again, that's hard for you, me to believe. listen, yeah, it really you're is. never, you're never cured. You're only in recovery and it's one day at a time. It's like, hey, hey, <laughs> it's just one day at a time. That's it. That's what we do. But, um, but I would like knock the fatheads out for them. And then as, before Stephen and Phil. Yeah. To protect them. And then as I got older, I realized that what I had said before, that it was a disservice. And so I start, said, no, no, no. I would say to some of the other staff, no, no, they need to. They didn't learn how to deal with this. In fact, Jeff Graham. Jeff Graham was dealing with a, a an interesting, a millennial female fathead. And, um, you know, the narcissism was just so loud, like a lot of the fatheads have. And I knew her, the six moves that she was going to pull. And... Again, I have to say half of me because I half of me is, likes to think that he's Batman and the other half is the Joker. So the Joker <laughs> in me really was enjoying seeing Watching how that. horrified. Well, yeah, because when like sane people deal with fatheads, you just see. And again, this was an extreme fathead. There's multiple fatheads. I'm so intrigued. But the real extreme fatheads, just seeing the look of shock on his face. And by the way, like the extreme fatheads are the narcissists we talk about. We've talked about before those extreme narcissists. So it's always kind of amusing for me at first when I see how horrified like Jeff was, and I've seen it happen with you, Kelsey, like and, and confused, like wait, what? The, the... So, but it was good because he had that. Jeff got that experience. So now, when Jeff's making movies, whatever he's doing, now he's gonna say, "Oh no, I've seen this person before. I know how to handle it, mm-hmm. or to walk away, or whatever." And uh, and it, and I will say, in the years I worked with Jeff, I was able to always reference that. I say, remember blank, remember that? Oh yeah, okay. Well, we got another one here. So okay, right? Yeah, I'm gonna make sure. Yeah. 
you know, I don't engage. I don't, you know, I, I don't um, roll around with them. And right. But yeah, so so let me let's further define the fathead. Mm. Um, defiant moron. It, you know, if you have someone yeah. who's a defiant moron, meaning they're um, loud and proud over their belief system, but and the fatter the head, the louder they are, and the fatter the head, the more rid- ridiculous their notions and beliefs are. Meaning, like more, the more preposterous. And insane their beliefs are, and the louder they are putting those out there, the bigger the fathead, mm-hmm. you know. Mm. But sometimes, listen, and then the, there's, like I said, varying degrees of fatheads. But, you know, it's frightening. What were you going to say, Kelsey? No, I was just going to say, because I wanted to wrap up your, kind of what you were saying about getting dirty when you're young to Oh, learn. yeah, yeah, that's the I, thing. I don't want to, like... I. I think you're right. Pooch, like, like when, so just so you know, Pooch, before you, when I was working with Kelsey, there were times when I was like, no, Kelsey, like, this is your, this is your rite of passage. You, you, I'm not, you're not going to be able to get through life. You know, even if you build your own business, you're going to have fat at clients. Mm -hmm. I used, I'd say to everybody, like, no one gets out for free, guys. Yeah. I, so Joe, my brother Joe, he would always be like, ah, I'll just marry some rich divorcee. <laughs> and I said, okay. <laughs> okay you know Joe. what? And when he's younger, he would joke. And I said, okay. Yeah. So you think you're getting off free? I was like, at first, I go, but get ready for taking her shopping on Sundays. <laughs> doing, you know, no, no. Like, yeah, yeah. No one gets out for free. Very few, like, very few people. And by the way, are there those guys and girls eating chocolates out of a heart-shaped box and, like, the whole world just kind of, they ride the wave? Yes. I, I'm told it's something to do with karma and whatever their soul chose. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yes, I've seen it. But for the most part, the rest of us, you can scam all you want, but... You gotta, gotta work. You gotta work. Yeah, you know, so no one's getting out for free. Yeah. So you're gonna have to deal... But the fathead could be... At, he could be the coffee shop barista. It could be, you know, and... I just, with Kelsey, I remember saying, no, 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 honey, you've got to go yeah. through it. Now, and Maria will say it to me, and I'll say it to me too. Like, this is good for her. It's a good experience. Mm-hmm. So, you know, where, you know, you're, you're young, Pooch, like, yeah, we want to, obviously, don't want to over-inundate you. But if we can, here's what I would say to Kelsey is like, remember, at least here, you're, the fat edge you're dealing with, like, uh, cool boss is in on the joke <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. it's not like the fat ed you're gonna deal with in out there that go oh my god now the fat ed's gonna go sell me out to my boss ruin my you know what i mean like you have no idea like i'm like no i know they're fat heads like so what are you afraid of in dealing with them right mm-hmm. like they're not, you're gonna, not losing yeah yeah That's like true. julie chen said when she left the view and she did her her video kelsey what did she say ladies <laughs> You got this. <laughs> I said that to Priscilla. Did you tell her? And she died. You guys. Ladies. Ladies. You, you got, got this. this. And to my co-hosts, <laughs> who I employed, and now are helping kick me out the door behind the scenes. Amazing. And I want to stab ladies. 
you got this. this. <laughs> oh my Iconic. god. Iconic. I will tell you how that thing is beat to death in this house. I'm like, Maria, remember what Julie Chen said? Like, I don't care what Julie Chen said. I don't got you. No, you got this. You got this. this. So you told Priscilla Presley. I, so I told Priscilla. Who did a heel squad event with us this week. On That's the, right. Through our, if you're a part of our Patreon community or if you're not, we encourage you to be because we have these live events once a month with yep. experts. And she is the CEO and founder of um, The Forward Female. The Forward Female. And... Um, yeah, God, I want to go actually go over because I, I was I missed it because of everything going on in our world. Yeah, which I'm sorry about, but you. No, it's okay. It was but great. Does Priscilla know? Oh yeah, she knows. So yeah, she's got yeah. this. I'll well, first of all, I'll send you her little. It was amazing, you guys. We did like this whole workshop. She had a whole PowerPoint presentation about starting and building a business. It, for if you have a business or if you don't, like this information is so valuable. Oh so wow! So I'll send you the. She's such a yeah. Uh, she's amazing. She's I'll gem. send you the. Mm-hmm presentation and for all of you who did miss it who are ten dollar and up patreon members you guys get it on saturday tomorrow so anyways oh, good. good yeah but i did tell priscilla because she had said something to me i was She's like oh you got out. this yeah lady. she was like what are you talking about and i said oh my god julie chen she told us she told us yeah ladies <laughs> you, got you got this <laughs> so anyways now she's in on the joke i told you i had this phony psychic that had all of hollywood wrapped around her finger oh, and yeah. still does <laughs> And um, just like 20 lies later. <laughs> but but the thing is, oh, it's the big reminder was, I just want you to know, the angels have spoken. They've told me personally about you, Kevin. No matter what, it's going to be very hard for you. It's going to be very challenging the next couple of years. But at the end of the day, all, all will be, be well. well. <laughs> so I just like, I tell the same thing. Maria, remember what the psychic told me? All, All will be, be well. Yeah, remember, remember <laughs> what she said. She I'm said sure it. she loves that one too. But yes, you do. But you know, but but it is so for you younger people out there. Um, even like even you know people that are a little older, sometimes you know learning how to deal with a fat ed rather than avoiding them, mm. um, is good experience because there's no avoiding them. No, oh my god. You gosh. know, it's just that like stubborn and they never admit they're wrong and the more you show them they're wrong the more they triple down um yep yep egos you know and it's and by the way yes predominantly it's like certain diseases predominantly affect males right of a certain right. age right and of a certain race right but it's not you know it it's it, you can see you see it all over well and they pull these nice tricks too where kevin had to teach me it's like they're manipulative to where mm-hmm. then you start thinking oh wait you're right i'm i'm doing something wrong kevin's like no yeah yeah <laughs> no! yeah that's another game yeah so it's yeah. it is good to learn and i'm i'm grateful and i'm glad well, they get you I'm talking they change the subject they get you talking about something else yes. you, you, and, and they they always and this by the way and this is where they so to any of you fatheads out there those the very few <laughs> that we have i'm hoping my brothers and sisters and fathead you know, I'm with you. I see you. <laughs> I respect you. <laughs> yeah. My name is Kevin, and I'm a fathead. Hi, oh Kevin. God. Yeah, we I tend. I still go to meetings, um, but to my yes, to my if you're a fathead, you're out there, and you want to break out of being a fathead. Don't be afraid to be called off for being wrong, admitting you're wrong, and taking it on the chin. 
Because the one thing about a fathead, a fathead will do anything in the world to not take it on the chin. What do I mean by that? I always go back to sports and boxing. Take it on the chin means you get hit in the chin. If you get hit in the right part of your chin, you knocked out cold. Mm-hmm. And what I notice with fatheads is they always, I will say, they dodge the big blow, they dodge the bullet, or the you know, or they they never take it on the chin. If they did, if they did get knocked on their butts, then that's where the growth begins. Where they have the, you know, go, hey, what? Oh, damn, like, mm. okay, uh, yeah, well, and then sometimes, but see if, if, because listen, it's not that fatheads don't get hit on the chin, but they'll do everything to avoid it. But when they do, unfortunately, they come back twice as strong mm. to prove that, you know, they were right. And the term die to be right, that's the classic fathead, is they'll die to be right. But the biggest thing is if they could ever just sit in their shit, see their shortcomings, and own up to them, that's when the growth would begin. And that's when the swelling in the head would reduce. <laughs> you know, and you would not be a fathead. But the one thing about them is, like Kelsey, like, listen, you've had a couple of fatheads, right? And you're like, mm-hmm. I don't understand why I can't get them on the phone. I'm like, oh my God. Don't, they don't want to face the music. Yeah. But if they face the music, everything would get great for them. Yeah. If, then it would be like, okay, I made this, you know, oh, wow, I see. It. But, you know, and then, you know, but long-term business is, you know, that's tough. I, that's what I think you got to just move on because, you know, that's one thing Maria, she'll be like, make sure you point out that they did this wrong or they did that wrong or they didn't send this email. To, and I'm like, honey, no. I'm like, you, you don't roll around with that. Like, I'm not. They're not gonna. They won't take it on the chin. They don't want to learn lessons. They're part of being fatted is they are a fathead. Uh, amazing, amazing <laughs> in their own minds. And by the way, yeah. we've talked about the "you're amazing" exit. You're amazing. It's tailor made for a fathead. Oh yeah. When you break up, break it off with a fathead. Mm. First of all, I just want you to know you're amazing. You're amazing. <laughs> The problem is, amazing. yes, <laughs> that's it. That's really the yeah. only problem. Yep. You're just, yep. you're just too amazing. amazing. Yep. <laughs> anyway. Anyways. Listen, I'm sure many of you have fat heads in your world. They come like all shapes and sizes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's a thing. Mm-hmm. It's a thing, and I wish I had one. There was a one size fits all way to deal with them because. You know, but, you know, and listen, there's times they can get me, you know, there was a fathead came to our gate yesterday. Yeah. Mm. Uh-huh. And um, when we come back, I think this will lead into boundaries and how mine Uh-oh. and how I don't, because I don't set boundaries and because my, <laughs> it's not my habits, you know, are to not have boundaries. So if I don't pause and make myself aware of a situation and I don't start practicing boundaries, you know, which I need to do, um, then it's not going to come natural to me. Right. So anyway, all right. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we're going to come back. We'll talk about boundaries. Going to talk about we, dog rescue week. Yeah. We yeah. had some, uh, as I'm looking here at Bobo, we, um, yeah, we had a quite, a, quite an event. Quite an eventful Monday. Yeah. Um, and Sunday night into Monday. Uh, but anyway, yeah, we'll be right back, guys. 
When you're on the go 24-7 like me, guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. (laughs) And that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go-to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me. With being a first-time mom, for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're gonna love it. All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. Okay, so boundaries. Boundaries. So according to Brian... I love this quote, guys, and this I think this this is helpful. Um, boundaries are are our needs and desires, and define how others treat us. Mm-hmm. So whatever our needs and desires are, and we're honest about them, and brave enough to let the world know or whoever we're dealing with that these are our needs and desires, and I don't want them violated. But the, he was saying how they define how others treat us. I like that. So, because that goes hand in hand with what Terry Cole taught us this week. Well, yeah, what did she say? So, Terry, um, if you guys missed it, we had a two part episode with Terry Cole this week who wrote the book Boundary Boss. This has been a highly anticipated episode for us. Boundary, Boundary Boss. Boss. Exactly. Okay. So, Terry kind of dropped the bomb on us that we were like, oh my God. So if, if you don't set boundaries with other people, then people don't actually know who you are, right? You're not speaking your truth. People don't see you if you don't set boundaries that are like true to you. And I was like, oh, damn. Maria and I were both like, oh. So, we're walking around like fakers because we're not setting boundaries. We're not being true to people and telling them what our boundaries are so they have no idea who we are. I was like, so anyways, that was something that we really learned from her. And, and you know, they, they probably, your energy, your light, your gifts that you're not um, protecting, so therefore they don't see anything special in you. Right. Right? Right. Because so, they're, they're getting it all. They're not. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So what are you, you know, clearly you're... Hmm. Yeah, Maria laid that on me and I'm like, yeah, okay. That's, yeah, I know, right? I mean, that's 
Yeah, that hits home with me. But I think that's why we feel like so connected to people like you, Kev. I've told you this before. You were one of the first people I felt like who ever actually like saw me, mm. saw me. And I was like, oh, my God. Maria like, said that's because uh, no one saw me. Oof. But I think that's true. But And, you, you and so I'm people. like, you know what? Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, I just, I don't know. I, you know, I'll, I'll always reference After Buzz, but there's many other things. It's like, you know, I'm, I still like to have to remind Maria because I had no boundaries even with her, right. which she doesn't even realize what we've done at After Buzz. And as I watch, and I'll talk about it later, I'm watching the story of Theranos. I'm watching the story of how Uber got made, how WeWork got made. Mm. And I think of, you know, what we did at After Buzz, which was the first after show. This is like 14 years ago. I, okay, I can't tell you how many times you guys have been in the highest level meetings with like some of the smartest people in Hollywood. And I'd say, okay, this is an after show. It's the show, and then we have hosts talk about the episode they just saw, very similar in sports. And when I just tell you, puppets, charts, graphs, <laughs> like anything, to, and they just whoosh, over all their heads. And it was like, and not just one show, but I want to do, I'm going to do it for every show. And I'm going to, and it's going to be video and audio, and it's going to be live and on demand. And so, you know, now we have all these streaming networks and we have, you know, we have tons of podcast networks and now podcasts are just starting to get into video. Guys, 14 years ago, this, I was doing all of it. The technology didn't even exist. Right. It was me, Stephen from Chili's <laughs> <laughs> and, and Phil Steven. and Phil was an editor. Mm -hmm. And we literally went to Radio Shack. Like this, do, we like, we just kept asking and asking and figuring out like we had this big giant wax board and again and i'm a carny and we were just like all right just hooking up plugs and like and cables and this and that and patchwork and the, to figure it all out but but i didn't no one saw me and and also i gave it all away mm. so therefore no one saw it as precious like no one saw mm -hmm. for whatever she just said i don't know what right again whatever she said that you just said you know, paraphrasing her, that made sense to me why mm -hmm. it was not respected. But because of that, you know, I was always the one that when I was substitute teaching and I saw this one kid that was in a lot of trouble with the police and this and that, and they didn't want to graduate him. Like, he's a menace. I'm like, right. he's hilarious. Like, mm -hmm. what? I'm like, he's hilarious. The cops are beating him up and they're laughing as they're beating him up because right. he's <laughs> right. joking. Right. I'm like, he's actually brilliant. Yeah. You know, and I kid but went on right. a star movie with Denzel Washington, one with Paul Rudd, MTV, you know, mm -hmm. of course, wow. through the magic of the guiding light, Captain Kevin. Lou Albano. <laughs> yeah. If, hey, Kevin if you liked our at Better Together with Maria Menounos post last week where Kelsey was channeling <laughs> yeah. Lou Albano, because listen, the Kelsey trial for wrestling didn't go as planned, so we moved her over to managing. <laughs> How I do think you, she that killed go? it. Thank you. See? I think you did really good. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> it's not that I... Not that I had. It's that, that I'm smart. smart. That's just, that's all that's been coming out of Kevin's mouth this week. <laughs> yeah. I just uh, when well, you know when I think of Captain Lou and the great wrestling managers of the past, and actually Paul Heyman too. It's shout out to Steve the Steamer, who's the only probably person listens to this to appreciate this. But yeah, I look at those guys, and they were the best champions, <laughs> and they were completely. There was no blinking, and talk about just so much belief in themselves. 
you know, the way, could you tell? I'm showing these guys the old Lou Albano videos, oh, and it's like amazing. he's telling Letterman that he wrote Cindy Lauper's time after time. <laughs> that was and, unbelievable. And Letterman's like, and so how'd that come? He's like, I just came to me. He's like, <laughs> I was, I went up to Woodstock with Bobby Dylan's manager, and you know, these things just come to me. And just full like, confidence. It's full confidence. And like, like, no doubt. And I'll in always, mind. and I will always say, Maria, you know, when we take meetings and for anyone else here who's taking any kind of meeting where you're trying to sell yourself or someone else, no blinking. Mm. The blink is when you go, oh, yeah, maybe you Maybe I didn't. Oh, yeah. no. Like those guys, <laughs> no, no blink. blinking. <laughs> so anyway, but but uh, yeah, so what I, I would, I always take the time to see that. And people, and I think also, it's as I'm getting older and doing this show, I think there's more, it's more divine. Because someone will walk by me and I'll go, oh. I think it is too. You should do, boom, boom, boom. This is what I'm seeing now. It's you, your crystal brain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys have to see it in yourself, though. That's the one thing. Because I actually, yeah. other thing, Maria and I argued about. She was picking on me for referring to somebody who used to work for me. I, I used to be highly complimentary of their skills. And Maria was like, you know, you, know, you, you the only reason they got anywhere is because you pumped them up and but they weren't what you said or whatever and i said no you're wrong they were it's just they have to see it themselves Mm. it's not my fault that they will make poor choices or you know if they're a gifted swimmer and they say oh i i I now i want to go and golf like i you can't control that (laughs) yeah you know you and i'll say that to people like hey we how many people have come in here guests of our show and i'll just you know, and I don't know how to, I don't know how to not express it because I feel like if it comes into your mind, if, if it's a gift that I, it should be shared, but because I'm so free with it, a lot of times it's not seen or respected mm. And that number one. And then number two, they, they, if they don't see it themselves, it's useless. Now, because the people coming here are higher vibrating, they get it. Yeah. They go, wait, what? What'd you oh, just say? Yeah, when yeah. can we get together and how do we meet and how do we execute? Um, but yeah, so that's why I see it. And what I see in you guys is what I see. And it's also the positive truths. Now, if there's negatives, they're there, but everyone has them. But then, I don't know, I take it back to sports. You mask the weakness. And right. you, you, you know, Pooja and you, I are perfect, so you he's not actually referring to us. Right, we don't have any negatives. None. So none, he's, none, not talk, he's not talking about whatsoever. us when he says you guys. <laughs> none whatsoever. Just to clarify. Right. I actually don't think you do, but... Okay. Oh, we definitely sure. do. We do. <laughs> that was a joke. Everyone, <laughs> no, no, listen, guys. Everyone's a project. Right. And everyone is... I don't even know if they're weaknesses. It's just like not your... There's areas Learning where it's not your genius, mm. and it may never be. Good point. But anyway, so yeah, there's really something to be said for boundaries and then and and not putting them out there and then that's why you especially i think with the heel squad there's so many of the givers here who just give 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 and and then you don't see it and so the you know i guess so let's let's flip it then as we all work on our boundaries like why don't we also be the ones to see the people the givers that don't have the boundaries and why don't we honor them Mm. and so that's also probably because I'm not sure that my, as a worker, I'm not so sure it was always seen, right. you know, what I was able to do. So that's why I try really hard to see um, 
the people who work for me and then also like the givers of the world and really do my do our best to honor them mm-hmm. you know and we live in an upside down society where we honor the narcissist <laughs> yeah um and then we have let's say like a, again i always say maria's mother who's not here anymore but violetta who's a house mom you know i just i can't do enough for her you know She's the best. I can't she do really enough is. for her, but she's such a giver. So it's like those are the people we need to see. And I was lucky too because working in the carny business, I were I I've said this before, but one of the guys was a made guy that I worked for, and I, and yet even though you know <laughs> he was you know a mobster and a bank robber, uh, <laughs> he was the one that said, "Listen, there's certain people you're gonna meet in life that he was doing something. God, he was doing something for somebody." who would work for me. He's like, you know, I can't tell you how many times I'd get out of bed at four in the morning, pulled him out of bed at three in the morning, two in the morning, and he'd meet me here and do the, and he's like, and he never said no. He's like, there's no amount of money that I could ever pay him to repay him. So I do everything else I can. He's like, and in life, if you're lucky enough to meet those people, he's like, that's how you have to be. And there may not be any amount of money, yeah. but there's whatever else you can do, you do. Yeah. Yeah. So. So. Anyway. Side note, we have say. a new um, business idea for Violetta we will discuss off. Um... I had one, you know, okay, because I had one for her too. Oh. And then Queenie, because I'm like, because I always do the, if something happens to me, which I, I haven't done that to you, have I yet, Kelsey? No, I don't like You're that. You're not there yet. Don't do that. But Maria, <laughs> and often, Roxy's heard it, but Maria hears it a lot. I'm like, oh, listen, if something happens to me, this is what you need to know. If something happens to me, you got to do this. If something happens to me. But even with Violetta, you know, I, she depends on me a lot. Like, I, I think I'm the man in her life. And I just I just said, listen, if something happens, this is what you're going to do. Like, this is the this is the game plan. And you will make bank. Bank. Okay, well, we have, la- we have another one to add to that. We need to discuss. Yeah. Okay. We came up with it yesterday because Violetta's just a genius. And she was like, Kelsey, here's my idea. How do we do this? And I was like, let's talk to Kevin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's they have to go good. to Phineas J. Whoopi, the That's man with all the answers. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Instead of being Tennessee Tuxedo and Walt and Chum, Chumley. Yeah, Chumley. That's Boys. usually who I am. Yeah. I remember. Phineas J. Whoopi, you're on the greatest. No boys, but wait. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, guys, we'll come back. Maybe a good segue to talk about, uh, yeah, why, why sometimes we need to forget the little people. Then we'll get into some viewing. And I don't know, we'll just, oh, and I got to tell you my adoption stories. All right, you guys, we'll be right back. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's frizzy Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiejis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. 
As a first-time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps a bag stashed in the nursery. you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. (laughs) Bonus, wonderful pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, They keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Mine is the sweet chili. Okay, often we hear, don't forget the little people. Right. So when we're off on your journeys, you're going in a, you know, um, whether it's some kind of lofty profession. Hey, just remember, don't forget the little people. And, you know, on the surface... You go, yeah, that that's, yeah, you shouldn't. You should remember those people of, I would think of lesser means or people that uh, you grew up with or you kind of remember your roots. I, I think there's, there's, that's the part of it. But in my experience, the people who've said it are not those people, but in fact, the little people. Oh. <laughs> and when I say Good little point. people, I think of the small mind. And it, I'll bring it up because Dimitri had an experience this week that I wanted to share. Dimitri's Maria's makeup artist. Um, about why sometimes you have to forget the little people. Um, you know, I think, you know, for me, remembering the little people means remembering the big people. And, and to me, the big people are the ones who, like, gave me a helping hand on the way up the ladder or had the courage to stand up for me when no one else did or rooted for me, you know, uh, when I was, you know, kind of going the other way in life and, um, and did it all without expectations. Those to me are the big people who could be seen as the little people. And those are the people, you know, and Kelsey, you've met some of them Mm -hmm. and I've told you about them. And there's a lot of them that, you know, to this day, uh, you know, we make sure they're okay. They're fed and taken care of because they were those people in my life. And that will all, as long as I can breathe, <laughs> someone said to me, ask me, I feel so bad I'm asking you because you're so exhausted. I'm like, listen, here's the good news. As long as I have a breath, we got a shot. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> you know, but um, no, and again, only because I'm very blessed, you guys. Thank you, universe. Thank you, everything. So it's not, not. You know, I'm better than anybody. It's just that's that I've been very blessed, and uh, and I feel like uh, the 21st century, you'll see more people like that, hopefully. But when I talk about the little people, it's the ones that are petty, jealous, yeah. and small-minded, and um, and yeah, remember them, but remember them for the lessons they taught you, and and of course, have empathy for them on why they're fatheads and why they're small-minded, but without proximity. So the reason I it all came up and I was explaining this to Dimitri is because Dimitri had this really abusive, toxic kind of manager, you know, when he started out and, you know, a lot of those kind of, what a lot of, mm, this is a fathead technique and, and what little people do to people who are big people, meaning, and especially big people starting out and they know they have the talent and the gifts 
And rather than see those and acknowledge those gifts, they go the other way and go, you're not that good. You're not that good. You're not that good. So this guy was always like, you're not that good. You're not that good, Dimitri. You're not just always knocking him down. And Maria was just like, uh, and, and me, I'm like, no, not only you, uh, is he off, you're actually the best, the best in the business and you do hair and makeup. And then, by the way, if I have to have you do lighting and styling, you can do that too. Yeah. So there's no one in our, literally no one in our business can do that. Now, add on the fact that he is a, he is a best friend, a champion, everything you need Kindest. in a hair and makeup person because that's the last person a, a talent usually sees before they go out and perform. And, and I've and seen many, like no, many are very toxic and dark. <laughs> yeah. They, they present false positivity where they'll pretend they're all those things. And they, the darkness they instill in the talent, so, often the talent doesn't even know. Um, but Dimitri is not that. Mm-mm. And, um, and I just, uh, but eventually, you know, he had to have his, going back to what we said, he had to go through his rite of passage with this fathead and deal with this fathead, you know, to learn, to grow to build um again no one gets out for free and now i mean who who i mean he's got beyond maria ava max j-lo i mean like his talent roster britney it's yeah. you know um it's i mean it's 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 insane but dimitri doing what a lot of us do was like hey i want to remember the little people i want to take them to lunch you know, and just be grateful to him and thankful and just let, you know, and they went to dinner or whatever it was, lunch or dinner, maybe been dinner. And the whole dinner, the guy just thrashed him. Stop. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, but that's what the fatheads do. But that's why that, that guy will stay in that, like, mid-level position what he's a in. But I just said, you know, you went and what do we say? What's the best defense against the chicken wing people? Don't get put in it. Don't get put in the chicken wing. Mm-hmm. That's the best defense. And I mean, Dimitri, you walked in to the chicken wing. You just this is a dark person who was always like that, and be, that's why he stays on that level. Yep. You know, and I'm like, so no, you owed him nothing. Wish him well. Be grateful in your heart. Thank you for everything you did for me. And if you bump into him, positive vibes, but no proximity. And that's so why, nice. unfortunately. You have to forget the little people. And people, listen, Heel Squad, it's the little people who may do this to themselves. And that's why that guy will stay where he's at rather than, and listen, maybe there's times in your life, there's times where I've been the little person where someone's passed me. But any, if there's ever been like jealousy or any of that, like, I just put it aside and just say, hey, so amazing what you've done. Really, like, wish you well. And then that's how you advance past. Yeah. That's how you recover from being a fathead. That's, but that's, again, you have to do the 12-step program of being a fathead. <laughs> There's a lot involved. But, um, yeah, this is why sometimes, you know, you can't remember the little people, unfortunately. Mm. And usually the people who say that are the ones who go, yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, I remember the little people. Like, oh, yep. You know what? No, you, I don't really need to actually remember. Gross. You know, in that way. Oof. I know. Does that resonate that with you? It makes me feel icky. Yeah, it does. Well, you're going to deal with a lot of that. I know. You know? I yeah. know you are, Kelsey. And That's nice. Thank you. But I don't think we need, in this case, we don't, you don't need to go learn the lesson here. You can borrow the benefits, as Gabby Bernstein said. Yeah. You don't need to go back and have a lunch or a drink with 
and just be no. Well, you know what's so funny? I, my roommate who went to high school with me, my almost not roommate, but she went to high school with me, was telling me, she was like, "Oh, go fill out the um, form on our." our high school Facebook page because they're setting up a reunion. And I was like, got like actually. What? Pooja and I are so in. I was like, cheetah party. If you guys, if you guys come with me. Cheetah party. Cheetah party. No, but it's so. You F us every time, Kelsey. (laughs) It's not happened yet. You guys can still come with me. There was an infamous cheetah party. Yes. And it, it, <laughs> it just looked like a bunch of middle-aged people dancing at a local Holiday Inn. Horrible. It was one the of Midwest. the saddest videos I think I've seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> not to be rude, but it was just not saying rude. But. And, and, you took, and it was only, here's the thing, you only did one and a half seconds of video, which killed Pooja and I, because we were like, you're robbing us of our people. I'm yeah, so sorry. come on. For entertainment purposes only. <laughs> but All right, so go back point, to no, we're doing point, a cheetah reunion. No, cheetah I'm reunion. so excited. Part of the story is I literally, I think like a year ago I would have been like oh my god yes when she told me that I literally got like sick I was like there's no way in hell so weird. I just got nauseous no right, like though? legitimate I, I know because we're so connected I know I was like oh, so there's hear me burp? no way in hell I'm going to that no because the th- mm, nope and because I know there would be a lot oh what are you doing oh you think you're bleh, bleh. and I was like mm, no I think I'm gonna pass on that we've but, talked about that too yeah. listen there's times Sometimes you can go and make it fun. Yeah. I think it's a, I say that I call for the two drink maximum. <laughs> yeah, right. Because after that third drink, that's when they start giving you the shots. Mm-hmm. You got to get in and out. Yeah. I'm like a snake, baby. Yeah, I'm moving that groove. I'm moving that groove like Captain Luke told that's us in his right. video. I'm yeah, like a right. snake, baby. I can hide and look for weaknesses. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Well, I told you that's why I. 270 pound joke with me and then everyone's nice that's right <laughs> joke with me yeah no. what's up yeah exactly but anyways that was my that was my little update to that be, or addition to that because i was like ooh, interesting listen i think re, uh, i my college one i go to all the time Co- i think college would be different. well well you know what though i we have a very special group of friends and there were ones who would take their shots and there still are but i think people have aged They've aged out of it, although I went to a dinner. But you know something? The ones who gave the shots were the more successful ones. Hmm. Interesting. Because they were... Because they were jelly and hated probably, what they were doing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, just nasty. Yeah. And um, I just remember being like, nope, my fault. I got asked to put... put yourself put, in. Yeah, exactly. I know. I, I put myself... I, I know better than this. No, that's how I felt. I, I know like, better mm, than this. No chicken wing for me. Yeah, no... I'm good. No, ma'am. No, although that <laughs> nope. does rob me and Pooja of the entertainment. Value. I know. Yeah, but I we'll know. forgive you because you know, we love guys, you. We hate don't want to through that. This is what I hate to say it. This is where we just rock high low on regular guy Friday. But man, <laughs> I always say just if I could just be drunk, then none of it would matter. Twenty four seven. There was one time, I think it was at a college thing event, and this one guy was a bully to everyone, older guy, and just had a big mouth and did it. And he and I remember being really drunk. And he came up and just the same old shit that he'd pulled like five years before. And I just laughed so hard at like what he was saying. Okay. So at first he was like, yeah, I am funny. And then the laughter just kept going and going. And he just, just, the confusion on his face. It's amazing. (laughs) Just because I was laughing. But I was drunk and it was like, yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I think Marcus Aurelius said that. With the, <laughs> no, with the Stoics, the best way is through humor. I believe that. You know, it's just laugh. Um, 
what else did I say? Oh, before Puppies. we end and getting it, well, that'll be for RGF bonus. Aye. Well, RGF bonus will tell the story of uh, my adoption and foster stories. And I think there's a lot of tips in there too. If you wanted to see videos of um, sad babies and you want to puppies and kit and kittens and cats, you want to do something for them. Even a period of like 24 hours, we were able to really make a big, big difference. And I think uh, it's stuff many of us can do if we, mm-hmm. you know, don't have children or whatever. Like if we have the time. So in RGF bonus, instead of updating you on God Save the Queens. <laughs> That Kelsey will not be in. <laughs> so rude. That Kelsey the character will not be named after Kelsey. But Inspired by Kelsey. Yes, loosely. Loosely based. Loosely based. Thanks, everybody. But instead, we will go over, yes, we'll go over my, like, this, my adventure with, um, at uh, a shelter was a couple hours away. Very interesting. Um, okay, in viewing. Oh, yeah. Do I have to take any more breaks, Pooj, or am I good? Um, I think you're good. Okay. We got two in there. So listen, right now, just good viewing, you guys. The dropout is yes. about Elizabeth Holmes and Theranos. That's mm-hmm. the girl who was 19 years old and started this company, went to school, went to Stanford for like a semester and was like, no, I don't need this. I'm going to become a billionaire and change the world. Like Yoda. Amazing. I got to watch it. You guys keep <laughs> doing the no, voices. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and then there's We Crash, which is based on how mm. WeWork was built. Mm. Anne and Hathaway, right? Yes. Yeah. And then there's also, um, there's the, uh, I don't have the title to this, guys, but it's basically how Uber was built. Oh. And I don't, hmm. I'm sorry, I don't have the title in front of me, but I'm sure if you Google it, you can find it. Um, I We Crash is, I believe, on Apple, and I think the dropout in the story of Uber is on uh, Hulu. But it's interesting because these are like, these are, the businesses, these are like these giant business ideas started by millennials and then financed by, you know, boomers, particularly older. Super pumped. Older, super pumped is the Uber story. Yeah. But older, um, older middle-aged white male boomers, not that there's not female and, and minority boomers who support them as well, because there is. But it's just interesting that these are three stories of these companies that were built and just this, like a, how it's greed meets narcissism meets I have to have it now. Mm, ego. Yes, yes, but none of that. Ego's not new and mm. greed's certainly not new. But the the kind of immediacy. Instantaneous. I have yeah. to have it now. Interesting. But what it is, it's like what I was noticing is, and by the way, I recommend all three. They're not even done yet. I think the, yeah, they're all like mid-story, so you can jump right in now. Um, but it's fascinating. You also learn a lot, you'll learn a lot about business too. And it, again, as I'm looking is how he built AfterBuzz versus this, how these guys built their things. I'm like, oh boy. <laughs> like I'd be a billionaire, but I'd also be very unhappy. So I'm very mm-hmm. grateful I didn't do the things mm-hmm. that these guys did um, and, and women did, these people did. But yeah, it, it's like, it's like, it's the, the young culture of, you know, I remember Jillian Michaels, the workout. She's a friend of ours and um, from Biggest Loser. And Jillian will deal with a lot of young people who say, I'm going to be the next Jillian Michaels, except, bitch, I'm not going doing, I'm not putting in 20 years like you. Like, I'm going to do it in a year and a half. Right. 
and it drives her crazy. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, but you see that these these young millennials are like, no, now, because they saw um, Zuckerberg did it mm-hmm. right, and they see other people do it. But then, just so you know, um, equal opportunity knocking everybody. Uh, <laughs> the boomers are like, well, oh geez who missed out on, let's say, Google or Yahoo, are like, oh, no, I'm not missing out on this. So greedy, they're writing the check without thinking. So it's fascinating watching the two, the flaws of the two generations Mm. working together to make a wonderful mess. (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) And sadly, at the expense of pretty much everyone, but the, you know, but the... the, People making the mess. Yeah, the people starting it. And I'm sure the some... Of the the boomers that are you know put up the initial money all got rich too, but you see how many people, you know, it, suffering or taken advantage of and just and just the lying and the and yeah. the one lie goes into another and then, you know, and you have this end justify the means and you know I I, I think, listen you can't you can't ever discriminate you know, it it's it's perfectly listen there's an eighty year old that can run this country. Just like I'm sure there's a 19-year-old, you know, that can start a billion-dollar business, okay? But if we go to by statistics, you know, like they say a brain, you know, a little Poochie's brain is barely formed. They say, right. what, 23 to 25, your brain's not even fully formed yet. And if wow. you're a guy, I think it's worse. 45. And now there was, some st- there was something, like, by the way, it's on South Park, but I had a funny feeling that was based on reality is that, they say that the teenage brain, probably the teenage male brain, is basically almost similar to that of a sociopath. Oh, I believe that. Wow. <laughs> mm-hmm. wow. You know, wow. and so, you, yeah, you've got all this going on. And I don't know. I recommend watching them because you yeah. can learn just even about there are good takeaways to learn about do's and don'ts in business. Interesting. But it's really fascinating. And, 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 and you know, I just caution it, you know, there's this, that lottery ticket mentality, I call it, that starts in business. This is probably more of an ask the manager thing. But we, our society celebrates the person that walked in the 7-Eleven, scratched a ticket, ended up with $350 million. So everyone in the world hears about that. And what does everyone do? Go do it. Go, buys lottery tickets. Thank you. Goes and buys lottery tickets. So we don't hear about the person that, like, you know, I was watching another documentary, King of Donuts, which I recommend. Hmm. And I do write this down. I want to get the girl who, second generation Cambodian, who took over her mother's donut shop, DK Donuts, little shout out. But it's a fascinating story about entrepreneurs and like first gen and, and, and immigrants. And you, you just see the Herculean efforts these people make to come here and to, mm. to the stuff that they... But seeing it and seeing the difference between that person that will work 40 years to amass a fortune. But again, we don't hear that story. That's not sexy. So rather than say, hey, let me practice some of the principles of that person that made it that far, um, see where I can sweeten them or perfect them or make them better, we go, let's go buy a lottery ticket. So in show business, I was, listen, again, most of this stuff, I'm a recovering fathead. <laughs> so when I say, so when I, you have to, Kelsey, I'll bring you to the meetings. I don't think, you, you know, Kelsey, you know what you are? Hmm. I think, yeah, that we have a, um, we have loved ones of fatheads. 
Yeah, you you could go to that one. Like Al-Anon, they have like the oh you know, oh yeah. oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah okay. So yeah, this this yeah. So <laughs> like you, you can go to that one. Okay. See, yeah, and, but yeah, I go in and I yeah. Hello, now, my I, name is Kevin, and I am a fathead. And yeah, then yeah, everyone yeah. says, "Hi, Kevin." Hi, Kevin. And then I go in and I'm like, "Hey, I have grown up with fatheads. Yes, I need support." <laughs> yeah. Hi, Hi, Kelsey. Kelsey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, love that. But. I did this lottery ticket mentality in show business. At the time, it was like, uh, you know, Kevin Smith and Ed Burns, they were all making their own films and they all made it on their own credit cards and they made this film for 20 grand, 10 grand, whatever. So that's what we all did. You know, maxed out our credit cards, went bankrupt. (laughs) Like, you know, and so with your generation, it's like we're seeing the, this influencer makes this much money. This TikTok star makes it, this person who started, you know, uh, a company in their back in their parents' apartment now is a, and so we all just go, that's me. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, you got to remember Steve jobs did start out of garage many, many years, many, many fails, you know, yeah. to get where you need to be. And I think that when you study the older non-lottery ticket winning stories, you can speed up their journey because they gave you the blueprint. But just thinking that you're going to go and scratch that ticket, it's disastrous. Oh, yeah. You know? Um, And anyway, so when you see these, you kind of see what's going on. And again, it's a young person's brain that is dealing with this that hasn't fully maybe developed sorry making a mess here with the courts um that hasn't fully developed maybe hasn't been beat up enough or hasn't developed enough empathy but again the old generation is just as is is probably more horrible because because my mother would say you should know better God love Kath. <laughs> I love, it reminds me honestly. You're I feel older. Like, you should know better. <laughs> I'm feel, sorry. I'm done. I feel like it's always started. qualified with the I'm sorry. I'm except so, she's I'm not sorry. really sorry. No, yeah. she's just saying it because she feels yeah. like she needs to. <laughs> I feel like this kind of started with the fire festival stuff. Mm. Oh, same thing. Right. Yeah. Same thing. Right. Another just exactly. amazing fathead. Exactly. But no blinking. No blinking. Oh no, my God! None. It convinced everyone. Speed, agility. Power, that's right. Suplex artist, that's chicken right. wing specialist. That's right. So I'm excited to watch these. And you know what I love about these three that you named too, Kev? It's I think it's so cool. They've gotten huge names for them. Like it's Amanda Seyfried, mm-hmm. Anne Hathaway, yeah, Jared Leto, way, and then so Joseph know, Gordon-Levitt. That whole party's over, honey. I think true. But just I so you know, and cool. again, again, I'll just give you a little inside Hollywood. Yeah, but tell I, us I, I, again if you want to follow the crystal brain. You know. The movie star business, the star business is it's over. No one cares because when yeah. you th- nobody cares. So when you see like Hightown, this is a really if you if you're a fan of um, if you like Boston stuff, it takes place in Provincetown and kind of the drug culture with New mm. Bedford, and it's a really underrated series. And friends of ours, you know, produce it, and the acting is incredible. And you know, gone are like the gorgeous leading lady and the chiseled jaw leading man. I mean, you can have them, but to see such a diverse group of actors now um, being cast and none of them are names. And when you think of, cool, I love that, you know, the Sopranos, none of them were names when they started when, mm-hmm. yes, they, he was James Gandolfini was working, but he wasn't a name. You think of breaking bad, you know, you think of, I mean, it's just, 
umpteen examples. So now the stars need to be like, no, 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 I'm in. Right. I'm in. If they're smart. It's not that I had. It's that I'm smart. It's that I'm smart. <laughs> you know? But, but yeah, you have to just go, I'm in. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't anymore because, and, and I would argue, if you're not an actor who can really alter your, uh, is not willing to say alter your appearance or really go there, um, which, by the way, the, the, the actors in this do, Jared Leto, I mean, I don't know what he did. I think something with his teeth. He really embodies this guy. He's wild. I love him. When you see, if you see the real guy from WeWork and you see him, you're like, wait, what? What did you do? Wow. I mean, this is so gifted. But it's it's hard because sometimes you can't separate the star from the role, and then that's a problem. Mm. Like, I don't want them seeing, I don't want them seeing Julia Roberts. I want them to see the cat. I want them to see Aaron Brockovich. Right. right. But that, speaking of, that was in the movie star days. Mm. Well, you expected that. That's it's it's over, Rover. Over, Rover. You know, interesting. So yeah, interesting. I think with that, we should hear some Ava Max. Ava. You know, take us out, Kels. What's a, it's your weekend? Tales. My weekend, Kev. I'm still packing. Continuing to pack. You're like a snake, baby. I might be going on a date on Saturday. What? I know. What? I haven't told you. Am I going to meet him this sooner? No, it's so funny. It's like you never run into anyone in LA ever. And I run into this person all never, the time. Never say never. That's true. I just feel like I, you like typically you don't run into the same pe- the city so big. Anyways, I literally run into this everything person in time all the time. But look at you're moving. I'm moving. So and I was with um. You're our moving new and friend. grooving like a what? Like a bad bee. Like, like a, a snake, snake baby. baby. Thank you. Thank oh, God move, move and groove. Yeah. I, I thought I heard Little, that different. Like Captain Lou like taught Captain you. Lou. Yeah. Because you are. You're moving to your new That's place. True. We're upgrading. That's true. You're like a snake baby. I'm like a snake baby. All right. So but I, was, I was with our new friend, Hillary, um, having coffee last Saturday, who was giving me all her boxes to help move. Anyways, and ran into this person, and they messaged me after. It was like, we should go get lunch. Like, I'll take you to lunch. We literally run into and, each other the all way, the time. And lunch. And I love a lunch, lunch. date. Lunch. I know. Not the hey, want to get some drinks. At 10 p.m. I know. I know. It's so. 2 a.m. Let's get some drinks. Yeah. Hey, want to come over and watch Netflix? Oh, <laughs> I can't so stand lame. it. By the way, again. Very lame. I've, I've already said I'm a recovering fathead. And there was maybe one, two... Or 20 different times that I... We've all been there. ...thought that that would be a wonderful date. <laughs> We've all been there. Would you like to go to the ice cream social with me? <laughs> no, there wasn't a lot My of favorite that. is let's chill. What the hell does that mean? Let's what is chill? chill? Uh, anyway, chill. so, yeah. All right, I'm excited. So I'm packing and doing that. We should kind of plan that mind. <laughs> I was going to say we should fuck with them. Oh, <laughs> we tried no, the date. No, make them good. No, we used no, to do no, that no, in your make it, No, make them. Yes, there's that. We would go across the date and we pretend we didn't know. And we'd oh order my we, would order, we would order shots for our friend in the day. And we'd like cheer. We did a whole thing. Yeah. Oh, my Is God. That, oh, my God. Pooja, you're a genius. Because I was saying, Pooja, you could be up at the house here with us. And we could make get Kelsey can get ready here, and he has to come into the house and meet us. Oh God! Oh, not, yes. No, and, and Max. And I want to know what time. Yes, and we meet Max, and what time are we going to be home? <laughs> With Max. Yeah. Yeah, and you're welcome to come in for a soda. Oh my for God. soda. After, but you know, you'll be leaving promptly at midnight. <laughs> but I like Pooja's idea. Kelsey. Uh, Kelsey, what is meeting you here? <laughs> we used to pretend not to know them, though. Like. That's even better. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. the song. 
You ended. took us all the way to the song. Well, you guys. Well, you guys. Let's listen. And then when is the move? Uh, the move is next weekend, so I'm still packing this weekend, and it's kind of nice because Rumi's out this weekend, so I'm gonna go through all the kitchen, do everything, and I'm I've been slowly but surely yeah, been chipping away. Yeah, exactly. And we have all the new items that came in. That's right. So, and. Yeah. I've been throwing stuff away, so it's been good. You have lightning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Minimizing. Minimizing. Very good. Poojie, what are you doing? Um, well, we have. I'm having like a girl's night out. Yeah, you are. Girl. What? GNO, baby. Mm, GNO. Is that GNO. GNO, Miley Cyrus. <laughs> <laughs> On Friday, we're Let's letting the boys come, but Saturday, the boys are Wait, wait, wait. I want to hear about GNO. I got to write that down. Where did I miss that? GNO. I think Hannah, Miley Cyrus. Hashtag. Okay, so when. Did you not just hear me say that? so where are we going? Oh, where are we going to GNO? That, we don't know yet. I gave you two <laughs> ideas. You did. We're going to start at Two Madres, I think. Get okay. dinner in March. Which is going to be amazing. Amazing. Right. And then after, we're going to go to like Out Out. So like we don't, Tom Tom. Yeah, maybe Tom that Tom. That was my idea. Yeah, that was Kelsey's idea. Kels, when do we get to go to these places? Um, Maria's <laughs> gone the last week of April. Let's All go. Right, so we're in. We're in. All right, I like this. Okay, you guys. Uh, <laughs> all this madness. Wait, what are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing? I, uh, I'm, uh, maybe. Are you doing Maria's hair for the Oscars? Oh, no, yeah. Maria has Oscars, so that. I'm got, I I was so into this King of Donuts documentary <laughs> that I want to go down to DK Donuts and get like a dozen of their, like, donuts. Oh, uh, Maria was saying you're obsessed with donuts, and I was like, yeah, no. Why? And, I, and I, what happens is when Maria does Oscars or she goes away, then me and the kids get together <laughs> and have our little parties. <laughs> so, yes. AKA the puppies. So, I'm thinking, yes, I'm awesome. thinking I want to indulge in some donuts. Uh, watch some TV. I, for me, no these these weekends. But I gotta recu- I gotta yeah, try to you recuperate. I, you know, I probably should have talked about that today too. I um, <laughs> the only one to be dumped by my therapist. Oh my god, you said <laughs> we had that. One session, and it was great, and then it was like, I don't think I could do this. I probably, I think I'm a little too much. So, you said that to them. I think she's no. She said it to me. Yeah. She's too much. Well, I think I'm a little much. I have a lady I'm obsessed with, so you can have No, her. I have some. We're lining up some yeah, new people. Are. I'll keep everyone posted. I, I, but I can see where ultimately the where it's the physical meets going against the truth of who you are. And that takes its toll on you physically. We talked about that weeks ago. I probably should have went further on that. But anyway, some other show, some other time. For now, week. just remember, you guys, why we're here. <laughs> <laughs> to, uh, to listen to Ava Max three times. <laughs> this is the third repeat. Amazing. To uh, learn from our mistakes, help each other, and have a few laughs along the, the way. Kelsey, if you would. <coughs> Bye, Betches. <laughs> nice. Thank you. I wanted to change that this week. <laughs> I can't do it anymore, so that's why. What? It's hard. Why can't you do it's, Bye, Betches? It's really hard. That Kat, was good, Kat. Well, really well, I mean, I learned. I, I study. Batch. I'm an excellent Bye student. Bye, Betch. Bye, Betch. Yeah, you have to like, calm your face like that. Oh, why does my life have to... Why do I have to strive to have meaning? I'm telling you, <laughs> if I could just be drunk or on drugs and just... Or on drugs. Be, yeah, no, and just go through life as like, I'm just... Dropping lingo, total queen. Yeah. No attachments. I know. Get boring after a while. Does it? I think it would. It'd be fun for a minute, though, for sure. I think that should take us into RGF bonus. I think so, too. Okay, so you guys, it's Sunday. And as you know, Sunday's a glorious day. Now, a lot of people would say it's the Lord's Day. Hmm. I say it's more HBO's day. 
It's TLC's day. <laughs> By the way, 90 Day Fiance, before the 90 days, do not get too mixed up in the... Listen, if you're going to get into 90 Day Fiance, you want 90 Day Fiance or you want before the 90 days. The spinoffs, eh, they start to cook them. These are the these are the most real and raw this side of Married at First Sight. But Married at First Sight, while it is amazing, the people who produce that show, who I know, and we've had the experts on, yeah. they're really trying to make a wonderful match and love match. Yes. So if you're someone like me who wants to see a shit show, <laughs> then you like the huge narcissist American who believes he or she should be with way younger and hotter, and the greedy foreigner who wants the green card. So that's not in all the cases, but in the majority of them, it is a, rep, a recipe for just mwah, perfection. <laughs> perfection. So I'm settling in. I've got that going on. By the way, uh, I will say, uh, shout out as well to Winning Time, mm. which is the building of the Los Angeles Lakers. Oh, yeah. Ooh. And man... You want to talk about uh, 20th century business practices versus 21st century. Very interesting. That's for, another, watch that that's for another episode. I've a whole list. I've been behind on my TV. But no. Pooj, I would love you to watch that so you could really see what life was like <laughs> back watch it. then. It's like, <gasps> yeah, it's horrifying. But I was a little kid and I, it, and I have a pretty damn good memory. So like it looked wow. like, oh boy. Pretty accurate. Anyway, and I wasn't a little kid when the, obviously the Lakers were doing their thing, but when in this start of the series, the 70s and 80s, I, I was just a wee lad. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we were, a video came in on Twitter mm-hmm. of these two dogs that were crying. I mean, like wailing. Yeah. And they would, and the note was they were dropped off at a shelter with their hair matted and they wouldn't stop crying. It was like screeching. And I just said, Maria, where, where are they? And we found out they were at a shelter uh, in Riverside, just a couple hours away. And normally when those things go out viral, they, you know, people answer the bell. People really rise to the occasion and someone goes and mm-hmm. takes them. But I said, like, you know, this is not an L.A. shelter. This is far away. And I'm like, and I don't know. And I'm like, I just, I don't know. I want to do, I want to do something. And um, I said, I'm going to go. I'm going to go out there tomorrow. I'm going to go out there as soon as they open. Because I called and got some operators or whatever. And, you know, it was Sunday night. So, of course, no one was going to be there. And so Maria was like, why are you going to go that early? You can go later. And, uh, you know, and, you know, you, should, you just call for us, make sure that they, and I just said, Maria, you, you gotta, I gotta be me, which is, you know, how we're going to end this show. We're going to go over Sammy Davis Jr. <laughs> I gotta be me. I gotta be me. So I was like, Maria, I gotta be me. I said, I gotta just, please, I need you to just focus on you this morning. Be a good girl. <laughs> Daddy's going to, like, get up early. He's on a mission. And um, so I took a couple of dog beds. I We have these, like, $7 seatbelt harnesses. You guys, they, they click into your seatbelt, and you can literally have them go onto a dog's collar or preferably a um, harness so they're more comfortable. 
So I grabbed a couple of old harnesses I had here too. And I said, all right, let's just go see what happens. So it ends up being far down there. Um, and I went in to the place and ha- actually had a fat head at the door who was just like, I don't know what, you know, what dogs you don't have their n- license numbers. And I'm like, and I pulled out the heel phone, which is my second phone, right. which doesn't have, didn't have the photo, didn't have the photos, didn't have the night. I'm like, I don't, but I can describe them. I know they're here. I called and your person said they were here last night. Well, we got a lot of dogs. I'm like, well, actually on your site, when you type in, you know, small dog, white, they literally come up. Yeah, no. He's like, we, yeah. And I was like, and, but by the way, see, Maria would have stayed and argued with him. No offense to Maria. And no offense to anyone else who argues with a fathead. But me, I was just like, oh, yeah, I get it. It's like, yeah, please. Must be so many dogs here. Must be so hard to deal with. I'm like, knowing that I was going to go inside Fine. and I was going to find them. I'm like, no, no, no. So anyway, message received, fellow fathead. And then on the way out, I slipped him. Little card about a little. I found there's a fat head that meets at a local church. Fat head, <laughs> anonymous, anonymous yeah, meets yeah. down in a local church in Riverside. I said, Listen, I hope might, he wins. This may be. Yeah, I said, You might want, nice. might want it. No judgment. Yeah, yeah. You know. Just so I went, on. anyway. So I walk into this opening. By the way, really clean, nice shelter. I know LA, like about 10 years ago, me and I used to volunteer 20 years ago, and they were pretty d- dark and disastrous. Mm. And now, you know, they really have upgraded them. So it's a very nice and clean facility. So, but when I went in, um, I was probably 30 or 40 feet away from all the kennels. And they had said the little dogs are in, like they pointed to, you know, one, one of the volunteers pointed. And I just saw the two dogs jump up. And this is from 40 feet away, you guys, jump up against the gate, the fence. Screaming and crying. Mm. And uh, and so I was like, closer. And again, if you ever go to the shelters, unfortunately, a lot of the people who work there work for the city and are not, they don't necessarily need to be a dog lover to have the job. They may just be able to show up on time and, you know, clean up poop or whatever. And again, because Uncle Kevin's not running the facility, <laughs> I would only have people who are passionate about animals be there. But a lot of times they're not. And then on the other hand, a lot of the rescues go there and then beat them up to make them really angry and guarded too. So it kind of works both ways. But often they'll have volunteers who actually do way more with the dogs. They walk them. They socialize them. They're amazing. So I, I knew to get a volunteer. She's like, oh, yeah, no, no, no. I know they, they came. They came in. I said, Was that them? She's like, yes, they came in last night. So I went over and I leaned down. And when I say these two big, they were listed as poodles. You could barely see, you couldn't see their eyes. They were just matted down and they were just crying. Like couldn't Poor catch baby. their breath. Yeah, coming at me. Um, and I had to play it cool because sometimes they, my experience is sometimes the shelters will ask a lot of questions. How many dogs do you have? How big is your backyard? And like it used to be so, some of them were so strict that you, I used to say, guys, you're preventing good people from adopting the babies. Like, you've got cages, you know, kennels and kennels, like, of, you know, like, give someone a shot. Yeah. Um, but, so I just said, yeah, can I look at them? But there was also another little dog that was jumping up, too, screaming as well. But I was like, okay, let me just take the two. So I took them out and immediately just, you know, held them as close to me. 
Um, and I just said, you know, I had to go through the dog and pony act of like, oh, are they, are they good with kids? And I just said, I, I'm like, all right, I can't even do this. I'm like, I can't, <laughs> okay, what do I do? have to do? Like, uh, well, here are the fees, which were nothing. And I, I said, okay, I said, I'll take them. And uh, really? I'm like, yeah, yeah. And uh, they were both neutered. It was great. But I said, um, what, oh, there was another little one up there too. And um, then I was like, oh, sometimes I got to let me take three. And they're like, are you a chair? Are you a rescue? And I guess there's sometimes there's a little, some of the rescues are um, nonprofit rescues. There's something weird about they'll come and grab a lot of the dogs, which is good because they do play. It's good for the dogs, the basic dogs. But then sometimes they do it to solicit more donations. Got it. I didn't know that. Hmm. So the guy, you know, was like, so I go, okay, I got to figure out how to get these two out. And then this little one. So I said to the volunteer and she said, no, you, you know, yeah, if, yeah, you, you can. She's like, she's kind of confused. I go, no, no, honestly, I said, I, you know, I think I want the three of them. And, um, and they're like, well, he's not neutered, but what's cool. They were like, but we, we knew them here on site and you can, Pick them up later today. So I said, oh, okay. But I'm out in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And um, I called a bunch of grooming places for the two that I took. And I said, and nothing. Nobody had openings. They, like literally like April is where open. I'm like, okay, that's not going to work. I'm like, so I ended up um, Googling the closest Petco and took them to Petco and bought um, a couple of brushes and a pair of scissors and was like, okay, I was saying to myself, hey, I'll just wait for the other one to get neutered and I'll work on these guys. Um, and then I noticed, wait a second, I don't have enough battery power to get home. I'm in the Tesla. So I was like, oh, wait a second now. This is getting kind of scary. So I said, all right, let me. Um, <laughs> so I find a supercharged station, which was great. And, and I went there and I charged. And so as I charged, I went to work on their hair. And so a lot of times... You know, with the shelter dogs, people really can't see, especially the ones who have hair, not fur, that you cut and you groom. They can't really see how amazing, how beautiful the dog is. And unfortunately, like, you know, most people judge that way. It's just how it is. Um, And I'm like, somewhere under these babies, it's like, they're beautiful dogs. And I go, wait a second. These, are, these aren't poodles, you guys. I'm like, you think they're fat poodles? They're Bichons. You just couldn't tell because they had so much hair. So when you have hair like that, you it's a painstaking operation, but you can kind of separate it with mm-hmm. your hands when it's really snarled. And now, listen, there's times where it's so matted and so gone. We had that happen with Willie the Schnauzer that um, we, we rescued a couple of years ago. He was so matted. We had to like get Ooh. surgical shears to shave him down. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But um, when Chen's is coughing. Uh, <laughs> but... This this one was, th- these were like, I could pull them apart with my hand and then, and then you know, kind of brush it out with the brush. Mm-hmm. And very painful for the babies, unfortunately. Not yeah. extremely, but it's really hard Not to pleasant. do because, yeah, because now you don't want to associate them with any pain. You and them as pain. So they're mm-hmm. going to look at me like I'm the bad guy. But, uh, but I will say under the Easy Now, Hard Later program, <laughs> or the hard now easy later program. I'm a big believer in like let's get let's get them 
cleaned and groomed. Let's get that behind us. So then, first of all, they're going to be seen better. They're going to be loved more. You know, Maria used to always say, Kevin, a clean baby is a loved That's baby. That's right. That's her big thing, you know, because it's like when the dogs are clean, people want to cuddle with them more and all mm-hmm. that other stuff, pat them more. So I went to work and I ended up like a big giant bag of hair, a bit of like that I removed from them. But when I was done, they looked a lot better, but they mm-hmm. still were a mess, but at least it was salvageable. And then I went back and got the little black one. He was ready. And, uh, and then I see belted them in. And then, you know, as I drive home, I, you try, I try to just talk to them and, you know, rub <laughs> them and pat them. Oh, just let them know, like, it's okay now. Like, we're good now. Like, no more. Like, you, you're, you know. But when you think of a lot of these dogs, like these three in particular, I knew they were so connected to humans. So I'm realizing the two Bijans probably had an elderly owner. Yeah. I think a lady, just because they're so calm and gentle and sweet. And then to, and maybe she died, and then, you know, sometimes you get the kids who just don't care or whatever happens, and they drop them off. And just imagine, like, I don't know, someone growing up with, imagine, like, Pooja growing up in a loving home, and then we take her out, we throw her, like, <laughs> we throw her <laughs> in, like, a, a woman's prison. Oh, my God. Well, well no, but think, really yeah, I know, well, <laughs> but think about how freaked out right. that yeah. kind of dog is. It's like, wait, what? And so the the, the, the little one, the little black one, who's a mix, he, uh, same thing, very, very yeah. crying, like, like, uh, and same thing, he was probably very connected to an owner, I just, you know, you never know, sometimes, like, you, we've known, like, a, you get a bad partner <laughs> who lets them out the back door, doesn't want to deal with them anymore, or, you know, but I feel like they were connected to people, so I wanted them to know, so they'll ride home, and um, there was just a lot of praise and a lot of padding. Just let them know, like, okay. And then when I got here, thank God Violetta was like, no, Kevin, we, I usually wash them with Pantene. And she taught me the trick of, like, no, use, we have mild dishwashing detergent. Don, she learned, Don. Don, yeah, she learned from Cesar Milan and some of those shows because you have this really, like, a lot of them have grease and real dirt and grime on them. Yeah. So she did that first. Then we did the Pantene. And then we have a, a hairdryer here that we use, a doggy hairdryer, which is, you know, again, regular guy tip, very affordable. When you think of the amount of money it costs to groom a dog, it pays itself off. And thank, thankfully, during the pandemic, I have all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to, you know, I don't have to behold, be beholden to groomers who weren't taking dogs anyway. So we got them, you know, where they needed to be. And, um, and then that night, I always have them sleep with me. And again, I know a lot of the stuff is no-nos too that you dog experts will tell you, but I'm a believer that even if I can tell you how to be successful in Hollywood, that's just one road. There's there's 80 other roads to get there. And if someone else ha- can give you those 79 other routes, take them, you know, but this is the one that I know. Yeah. And I will say that first night's really important to have them in bed with you or at least in your bedroom in a comfortable, so they know now they're secure, they're loved, they get a lot of human contact. And so the next morning, I got them to the bar groomers, and um, and then that's when the magic happened. Now, I couldn't, um, the little black one, I couldn't do anything with him because he was neutered, so we gave him like a sponge bath because he's got stitches that will dissolve in 10 days. But the other two, you know, we, we brought him back, and we, these babies came back from the groomers, and when I tell you, I, I've all the years doing dogs. I, I even I've never seen this kind of transformation. 
So if you'll see, we'll put some stuff up on better at better go Maria, mm-hmm. um, our Instagram, you'll see I, the transformation is so special. And these guys are these, the three of them are so precious. And I don't see, I don't are. know if we can give them away. I don't <gasps> know. I don't know. No, listen, oh, I don't know. They yeah. it may, no, but maybe they'll go to Connecticut and be with dad. Yeah. And Demi, you know, or maybe Especially like Francisco, Volvo. I know wants one. Like yeah. I'm saying, like they'll stay in the or family. with some of our best friends. I know John Edwards and his wife love Bijans and they live up the street. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But these dogs are so connected. When yeah. I tell you to people that they have to go to somebody who's going to be all, all F in. But, but the treasures and the jewels you will find at these shelters, mm-hmm. uh, know. you know, it is... Un- these they look like show dogs, you guys. They do. And wait till you see. So with Bobo is the little the Who's little black one. So attached to Kevin, you guys. Oh my god, Kevin obsessed. even he's sitting on the uh, desk right now, and yeah. Kev got up to fix the AC, and he was about to jump off because he yeah, thought no, Kevin they're was all, leaving. All three of them are following me. They're, oh my gosh. Because, yeah, I mean, and you w- saved them. But I'm trying to. In by the way, the rescue dogs will be more grateful than any of them, but. Even if you ever just wanted to foster them, you guys, mm. and I've done this for years where we will just kind of get them on their feet. We'll get them groomed. We'll, we'll do some medical work. We'll get their teeth cleaned, whatever it is. And then we socialize them and we, you know, we put them on a, like now they're on a routine and they're still getting there. You know, I, I'm trying to figure out their diets. They, they the, the, the Bichons, I think probably just had a giant bowl lot all day or they were, they're, they're weird. So I'm now hmm. getting them in like, no, we eat in the mornings and we eat at night. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And, and I have to, I was ha- having a hand, me and Violet were hand feeding them. And, wow. and they're yeah, older too. So yeah. yeah. So we're finding our way, but we will. But the nice thing is if we, if we do get them to someone else now, now it's like plug and play. Yeah. So a lot of times, like if you could just even foster, it's fun and you can kind of, you know, do something productive. And yes, the day after all this I was definitely tired, but I will say like that day, I felt really good. Mm-hmm. Like physically, I was like, I, I, I felt really good. You know, yeah, I had so. purpose. I was productive. And um, so anyway, yeah. So if if you're ever interested in adopting, then they're out there. They're, they're the best dogs. But even if you just want to foster and, and rehab a dog and get the dog, get the dog to a better place and get him somewhere else. And now what I'm also doing is, I'm making like Maria's with the two Bichons now because I want them to start bonding. So they're not, you know, like today I left the, I, you know, th- this morning I left them alone and um, they ended up like kind of scratching up. <laughs> we have a doggy door. They like kind of trashed it. They were not happy. <laughs> but when I, but when I, I put the TV on for them, so they had, you know, voices, things playing. And when I came home, they actually were sitting and they were calm. Oh, wow. I'm like, they'll start to find their way. You just have to be, you know, you just have to like uh, take baby steps with them, and then yeah. let a regular guy tip as I get white acrylic, and I'll attach it to the doors, and so they can scratch all they want. Mm, that's smart. I just had it all removed because like baby and Benny are gone now. You know, right. so we don't have any like mm-hmm. we don't have those kind of dogs now. I'll just put those back up, and they'll be fine. So, smart. so yeah, yeah. So it's not because I'm stuck as I hide. Smart. smart. And for those of you wondering, Winnie is not happy about it. Not at all. She's been very depressed, but hanging with the squad. Yeah, but she's, she's got the okay. squad. Yeah, yeah, she's doing okay. Yeah, she's with you. No, but I will say that. Listen, even that. So little mm-hmm. Vincenza all of a sudden snuggled up to daddy last night in bed. <laughs> oh. And normally she's like, no, I'm good. And she's, and yeah. Interesting. Yeah, everyone, spirit of, no one gets out free. Kids. That's right. Everyone needs a little competition. And by the way, 
Um, I think Bobo would be would help her stay young, give her a companion. Um, and she doesn't. She's been good with him. And, yeah. And you haven't even seen the best of Bobo. I mean, oh. we've. I already have him. He sits. He stays. He. You know, we did a little. That happened really fast. But, you know, he's his hair is going to grow in. He's going. I think he's going to look like a gremlin. I love him. <laughs> yeah. He's got these big <laughs> well, eyes and this weird and it's underbite. underbite. It kind of yeah. looks like he has veneers. But the veneers. cutest gremlin in the world. Yeah. So cute. Yeah. His teeth are better he than is. all of ours. Anyway. Very white. Very, Very white. white. So yeah, that was our um, rescue was our mission week. of the week. And that's our. Uh, our bonus. Now, don't worry. Hopefully, next week we can go back to God Save the Queens. Oh, hopefully, and our important bonus coverage. Yeah, because oh, I have a whole um, new character. That take us Kevin out of here, Poo- DJ Poogey Pooge. Right, Kev. What's that? Hey? Uh, that you wrote a whole new character in for me. No, remember you were afraid of being canceled, so you, you blinked. Uh! Remember you blinked <laughs> instead of being like Winnie. So mean. Your father's so mean to me. This is one of Sammy's best songs. Uh oh, Queenie. No, Queenie said, I'm meditating and the babies are on my lap. She sent me a picture of the two Bijans. I've got to be me. Say, Kelsey. Got to be me. Now, you know what's weird? Does this apply to the fatheads too? They have to be fatheads? What? That they want to be them? That's like way bigger of a question. Well, I'm saying like. Dream of life that keeps me alive. Yeah, but see, it's like you would think that this is this is a great song about being who you are and owning it. I don't think Pat would listen to this. But it's like, is he, I'm just saying, like, basically, can you can you like should we be telling anyone <laughs> what they should be, how they should be, or should we just let them be? Yeah, but yeah, which is scary because. Because I think if a fathead applies this, this is not a good thing. No. Because I don't think a fathead no. needs to be me. No, we are not needs talking to, to you, fatheads. This is not for you. This is not squat. applying this is for you. Heel squat only. We're gatekeeping. And all the, all the overgivers. Don't settle for less. I'm telling you, this is all queen stuff. Kent. Oh. I'll go it alone. Ah, JFF, baby. If that's how it must be. I can't be right for somebody else if I'm if I'm not right for me. See? This is great. Me. Free. Me. Free. Free. Daring to try to Daring to try. Right? Sammy, go! This is, by the way, a one-eyed Jewish black guy in the Sammy 50s. So think about how much this meant to him, this song. Like, he just had to be he married a white woman. Like, he just got buried. But he had to be me. You guys, everyone, have an amazing weekend. Chills, right? Yeah. And Ooh, uh, what a note. after uh, GNO, uh, Pooj and I will update <laughs> you on Kelsey's date that we crashed. That we crashed. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great weekend, everybody. Hey, Hill Squad. We have been on quite the journey together, and we're hearing from so many of you just how much this show is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. We love, love, love it, and we just ask that you don't keep it to yourself. Spread the message and share the show 
or your favorite episode with your friends. And if you want to help us even more, you can leave us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow us on Instagram at Heel Squad. You can also DM us anytime because we love connecting with you. And finally, you can also join us on Patreon for our monthly live heel events with world-class healers and ad-free episodes exclusive only to Patreon and our Super Heel Squad for as little as $10 a month. So go to patreon.com backslash heel squad to join. Getting better isn't easy, friends, but as I say all the time, it's a whole lot easier if we can do it together. We love you all so much and we love doing this thing called life with you.